0: Good morning, Nachum. Good morning, Shabbos, everybody, and good morning, Yom Tov, everybody. Wow, what a special day today is, as we are excitingly waiting for the Yom Tov of Sukkos. Now, just be aware that, interestingly, in the Torah, when the Torah speaks of the Yom Tov of Pesach, there is not an obligation from the Torah of Simcha, of happiness, there's no question we are very happy on Pesach. When it comes to the Yom Tov of Shavuos, the Torah mentions the concept of Simcha in Parashas Re'ei that we will read Please God on uh, Shmini Atzeres. The Torah mentions Simcha once regarding Shavuos. Regarding Sukos, the Torah mentions Simcha three times. Chagasukos, Zman Simcha senu. It is the time of our happiness. Number one, it is right after Yom Kippur. And we are happy and excited and celebrating the Kappara, atonement that we received on Yom Kippur, as well as the Torah calls it Chag HaOsef, the holiday of our um, in-gathering, because it is the time when we celebrate the harvesting and the happiness that exists at such a time. Okay, let's talk about, first of all, the sukkah. Now just be aware that, interestingly, the making of a sukkah in of itself is a mitzvah. It's not one of the 613, but it's not considered an optional activity either. The Torah says in Parshas Re'eh, Chag HaSukhos Taselecha, and the netziv explained that since the Torah mandates the making of a sukkah, ta you are to make the sukkah, the Ushalmi says you could actually make a shechayonu when you have completed the construction of the sukkah. Our practice is to follow the bavli and we don't recite Shekhyonu when you're on top of the ladder without your wine in your hand and without your bow tie but rather we wait until the Kiddush tonight to recite the Shekhyonu and the Shekhyonu tonight goes on the Yom Tov of Sukkos Shekhyonu B'kimonu B'hikiyonu to the Yom Tov of Sukkos as well as to the sukkah now the Torah teaches Basukos teshu shivas yomim you are to reside in Eretz Yisrael in the sukkah for seven days outside of Israel we know that we sit in the sukkah eight days what does it mean to sit in the sukkah so the Talmud teaches us teshu to tadurum you are to reside in the sukkah As you would reside in your home you eat and drink in your home you eat and drink in the sukkah ideally one sleeps in his home he should sleep in the sukkah a from the letter of the law married men are exempt because just as they sleep at home with their wives Women are exempt from the sukkah, and therefore, a married man from the letter of the law does not have to sleep in the sukkah at night. However, during the day, should they take a nap on Yom Tov or any time during sukkahs, by all means, that should be in the sukkah. Now, when entertaining people, one should entertain. In the sukkah and really learn in the sukkah the sukkah becomes really your home for the next seven slash eight days in Eretz Yisrael where it's very rare that it's rains during sukkahs people actually bring their very good furniture depending on the size of the sukkah if there's room for it because the sukkah becomes your home Now, it's very important that we understand, especially uh, for tonight, and I am in the New Jersey, New York area, where they are speaking of the possibility of RAIN. So normally, during sukkahs, if it rains, then there's no sukkah. What does that mean? The same way that understandably nobody would stay in their home. If there was a leak in their roof, they would go to neighbors, relatives, until the roof was fixed. Similarly, if it rains during sukkhas, there is no sukkah. And therefore, one should not sit in the sukkah in the rain. In fact, the Ramah, in Tafresh Lametes, as much as says that if a person does sit in the sukkah, this is Allah Hazayan in Tafresh Lametes. If a person does sit in the sukkah when it rains, he is called a head yolt, foolish person, simpleton, one who doesn't really know. However, there is another law. Which we must know, and to see how the rabbis juggled these two laws together. There is a teaching that since the Torah says, as we're going to read tomorrow in the Kriyasa Torah for the first two days of Sukkot, chapter twenty-three, in the book of Ayikra. So, the Torah tells us in Pasach 34 that the Yom Tov of Sukkos is Pachamisha Asaryom on the 15th day of the 7th month. Interestingly, earlier in the reading in chapter 23, verse 6 in speaking about the holiday of Pesach The Torah says that on the fifteenth day of the first month, Chag HaMatzos, and the Rabbis have a Gezei shava, which means if I have two phrases, two words of a similar nature in different places, we have a tradition handed down from generation to generation, which has The effect of a biblical law that the law of one place applies to another. On the night of the Pesach Seder one must eat matzah. One must eat minimum of a kezayas of matzah, the compressed volume of an olive. Our rabbis learned from this That on the night of, first night of Sukkos, one must eat minimally a kazayas of bread, challah, in the sukkah. So therefore, the question is, what if it does R-A-I-N on the first night? So some say that the first night of Sukkos is like any other time. As we mentioned earlier, during sukkahs, if it rains, it's not a problem. You're not obligated, or you're even foolish if you went into the sukkah. So should be tonight. However, the other law, which says, no, I must eat matzah, and I must eat in the sukkah on the first night, which one prevails? So we work a healthy compromise between the two. As the Me'iri, one of the Mishonim, says that 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 someone who is pained by the sukkah, too hot, too cold, uh, foul odor, these don't apply to the first night, and therefore on the first night, fifteen, fifteen wins, winds, and therefore one is obligated to have that um, minimal kazayas in the sukkah. So therefore, if it should R-A-I-N tonight, let me just tell you what is the proper procedure. One waits when one is ready to eat, and just as one could not eat matzah on the night of the Pesach Seder until it is definitively dark, so too one has to wait until until it is definitively night after 7.30 at night to be able to fulfill the mitzvah of eating in the sukkah. So the proper procedure would be as follows. Ideally, and don't get nervous, one should wait until midnight. Why? Because you had to eat your matzah by midnight. However, clearly that's going to be rather distressing challenging to wife, children, elderly people, younger. And therefore, we say that that would clearly disturb one's simchas yom tov. So one should wait a little bit, perhaps up to a half an hour. It's not raining. I feel bad. What can I do? But this is what you will do. You're going to put on your raincoat, and you're going to go in the sukkah, and you're going to make kiddush in the sukkah. You're going to say Shalchionu as part of the Kiddush. That goes on the Yom Tov and it goes on the sukkah itself. But, as you shall see, we will not say a Leshev basukah in the rain. We make Kiddush and we drink the wine sitting down in the sukkah, period. We go in the house we wash our hands on a tilas yadayim. What's in your pocket? Everybody has a plastic bag. In that plastic bag is a piece of challah, a piece of bread. You're going to go in the sukkah and you're going to sit down and make hamuzi. Lechem you're not going to make a leshe basukah if it is R-A-I-N-I-N-G. We don't want to say that word and listen carefully after that you go in the house and complete the meal in the house you will bench in the house having finished your meal if hopefully before you go to bed it stops raining you will then go outside you're going to wash in the house you're going to wash take a piece of challah with you And eat a piece of challah in the sukkah with a bracha, leshe basukah, and then go to bed, etc. All right, this is very important for us to understand that because of this chamisha asar, chamisha asar, there are, quote, different rules for the first night of uh, sukkos. I hope this is clear to everybody. If one has any questions, please call your local Orthodox Rav or 201-906-3731. If I can be of any help to you, okay. In addition to the holiday and the mitzvah of sitting in the sukkah, you have the mitzvah of arba minim which hopefully you have purchased, and if not, it's not too late, whereby the Torah tells us again in uh, the Torah reading for tomorrow, that we are to take, now the first thing is we don't take the four species, the Esrog, Lulav, Hadassim, and our revos. we do not take them on Shabbos same reason we didn't blow the shofar on Shabbos, lest one would come to carry the shofar. Similarly, lest one would carry his Arba Minim on Shabbos. We don't take the Arba Minim on Shabbos. Sunday morning we do take them. We take, as we know, an Esrog. Now this is fascinating. The word Esrog does not appear in the Torah. It does say, creates hadar, the fruit of a good tree. Now, what's good? It's very subjective. It could have, should have been that everybody would come to the shool with a different fruit. What do you got? What do you got? Cherries, uh, grapes, apples, pears, peaches, plums, amazing. What's amazing is that throughout the centuries we've only used an esrog. And this is Torah Al Torah says to take an esrog, translated in English as the citron, a lulav, a palm branch, three hadasim, three myrtle, and two arabos, two willow branches, with the spine facing you. To the right, I have my three hadasim. To the left, I have my two arabos. The hadasim should be higher than the arabos, which are lower. Now, uh, the proper way of taking the four species, the Torah says you are to take them. And the Talmud says, as soon as you pick it up, you, you get the mitzvah. So therefore, since the bracha is made over la son, before you fulfill it, and if picking it up is fulfilling the mitzvah, therefore common practice is that we pick up the esrog with the pitum, or where the pitum would be, because many esrog can grow without the pitum. I pick it up with the pitum down, and I make the bracha, and on the first day, I make two brachos with Sivano. On the tilas lulav, the lulav has three out of the four uh, species, And then I make Gishakhiyonu. Now, the, um, yes, some have the custom of taking the Arba Minim in the base, excuse me, in the Sukkah. Alright? It's not a law, it's a custom. If that is your family custom, continue it. If not, you can make the bracha on the Esrog and Lulav in the shul before the recitation of hallel, because we shake the Nanuim of the Esrog and Lulav, the four minim in the hallel. Let's take two steps back, going back to the sukkah, going back to tonight and tomorrow night And that is as follows. The Torah tells us why. Why we sit in sukkah. We sit in a sukkah. The order that future generations should know that Hashem caused us to reside in sukkos. It's very important that people know this and that you explain this. According to the Bach, If one sits in the sukkah and just doesn't talk about the sukkah and doesn't realize why they're in the sukkah, they're not going to get the mitzvah in its entirety. The mitzvah is the man You should understand why and therefore talk about it. And I'd like to suggest that you talk about something very interesting. And that is, why is it that here put in a sukkah? If one is very cold, very hot, very uncomfortable, let's say there was a foul odor, I can't make my sukkah in a place where there is a constant foul odor. Why? Because, as the Talmud explains, Rav teaches that Miztahir, one who is uncomfortable, is putter. And why should that be? If you're uncomfortable drinking the four cups of wine, so many would say, okay, it's worth a little bit of a headache, But come on, do the mitzvah properly. Why might it be that if a person is uncomfortable in the sukkah? And the answer, my friends, is, I believe, a beautiful one. That we ought to remember that Hashem provided for us. Now, how did He provide for us? The answer is, please mention this tonight. He provided for us as if we were in a five-star hotel. I don't know, I've never been to, quote, we'll leave the light on for you, Motel 6, but I'm saying this is not a Motel 6. This is a five-star hotel. What does that mean? Not only did he provide for us air conditioning by day and heat by night, not only did you get the service that your clothing was laundered for you overnight. Even in a five-star hotel, you put it out at night time, you get it back not the next morning, but the following day. Here you got it back the next morning. Unbelievable service. And therefore, because the whole purpose is to remember that He provided for us luxuries in the Sukkah while we were traveling for 40 years in the desert, if the Sukkah is not going to be pleasant, then by definition it goes very against the grain of the purpose of the sukkah. And so, I think that we are to realize and appreciate what Hashem did for us and does for us. Finally, one last point. We have the beautiful custom of the Ushbizim, of inviting various guests into our sukkah. And by the way, once I'm mentioning, quote, the guests, let me say, think of your neighbors, friends, who live nearby, that might not have their own sukkah. Especially tonight, invite them. If it's gonna be raining, let them make the hamotzi with you in the sukkah. And hopefully it won't, but throughout the week, invite people to come into your sukkah so that they too can uh, enjoy this mitzvah of sukkah. Now, the inviting of the Yushpizen is connecting with our historical past. On the first night, Avraham; on the second night, Yitzchak, and there are seven special guests that we invite in the sukkah culminating with David Melech Yisrael. Well, how can we understand this? So, on Yom Kippur, we were reborn as a nation, the Omnivra, And as David and Melech says, just as sometimes a baby needs assistance in breathing and in helping its young body function we have just been born over yom kippur rosh hashanah and yom kippur and we are likened to a new one be it a new child or a bal Shuva that needs help and assistance meaning that a person who just underwent surgery so goes to a rehab, and each day of the rehab they have a different specialist coming and helping them with different parts of their body. So too, we invite into the sukkah Avraham with his Midas HaChesed, Yitzchak with his Midas HaGevura, Yaakov with his of MS. all these different traits we imbibe in the sukkah. The Zohar calls the sukkah a sukkah of the hemnusa. It is a special place whereby one imbibes emuna, just as matzah. When one eats it, one imbibes the matzah into their body, here being in the sukkah and for that reason listen carefully in tomorrow's Kriyas HaTorah Chagas (laughs) Sukkos Yomim LaShem that just as the name of God is associated and consecrates the animal that one dedicates for a korban, similarly the sukkah has an aspect of holiness to it and a beautiful custom because of that. And you can correct me, it's a halacha. Namely, if you have a plastic tablecloth in your sukkah and you want to uh, clear out and throw it in the garbage, you don't bring the garbage pail into the sukkah. Right outside the sukkah, take the plastic tablecloth and put it in the pail outside the sukkah. Why? The name of God is on the sukkah. Wow. And this is a kind of basically telling us, say, leave your diras keva, leave your home, which is your permanent home all year, and go into a diras arroy, the temporary one, because you're reminded by so doing what is most important. In other words, the values that we've taken upon ourselves, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, we implement them in the Sukkah. You shouldn't speak Lashon Hara any time, any Shabbos, any Yom talk, but all, we'll especially not. In the Sukkah. The Sukkah is our way of getting back, quote, to reality. We were way up there, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. We don't really want to come down, but we come down through the Sukkah. The Sukkah takes our hands and implements those beautiful values that we've accepted upon ourselves during the Yomim Dorayim. I take this opportunity of wishing Nachum and his family and indeed all those that help JM in the AM on a regular basis and all our listening audience to wish all of you a wonderful simchas sman simchasenu kachabis kachyontav and have a special chola moed and please God share some divrei Torah before the last days of the Yom Tov, Shemini Atzeres, and Simcha's Torah next Friday on Hoshana Rabbah. A good Shabbos and good Yom Tov to all.